Welcome back to another episode of the Slick Pivot Sessions. I'm Liz Ward, the UK's first pivot coach and founder of Slick Pivot. And this is the podcast where we dig, delve and deconstruct the journeys of people who have pivoted their businesses and careers. This episode was recorded while we're deep in lockdown during the coronavirus pandemic. We'd been locked down for around four weeks in the UK. The world has changed so much and I know that many of you will be at a pivot point with your businesses and careers. You may or may not be feeling inspired creatively. You may or may not want to start something new. I wanted to pull together some positive pivot examples that are coming out of this pandemic. Examples of people who are doing things to make us smile without the pressure. Today, my guest is the brilliant Emma Gannon, the queen of pivoting. She wrote The Multi-Hyphen Method, a best-selling book, and has the number one careers podcast, Control-Alt-Delete. Emma's debut novel, Olive, is published in July this year. Emma woke up one morning just into lockdown and decided to start the Multi-Hyphen Book Club a place where people could connect through a monthly book and be inspired by daily book recommendations. It's all on Instagram and the book club has now over 6,000 members. In this Slick Pivot session, Emma and I explore how this creative idea was able to come together so quickly, why books genuinely save her in a time of need and how connection is so important for us all right now. Emma was a brilliant guest and we both found it really interesting dissecting a project that has just been hatched rather than looking at it with lots of hindsight. There are lots of lessons here around starting something new, following your creativity and keeping things small and fun. I loved recording this episode and if you enjoy it too, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review and a star rating. This really helps me grow the podcast and bring you amazing guests like Emma. Let's dive in. Emma, thank you so much for coming on the Slip Pivot Sessions. Thank you so much for having me. I'm returning the the honour of being a guest because you came on Control Up Delete and you were an amazing guest. So um, um, nice to return the favour. Yeah, it was fabulous to talk about pivoting on Control Up Delete and now to hear about your recent pivot. So you said that a few weeks ago you woke up one morning, like bolt upright, and you thought, okay, I've got to launch a virtual book club. Tell us about that moment. Yeah, I mean, this is going to make me sound a little bit wacky and weird, but I I wake up in the morning sometimes and I feel like I have this kind of few minutes of clarity or I have this kind of stillness before the day begins. And sometimes I just get these thoughts and I'm like, I don't know, I feel like they're coming to me for something. It's really weird. It makes me sound insane. But for example, like I'll wake up and be like, I need to call my mum or I'll wake up and go, have I bought that birthday present for someone? But this time it was, you need to start a book club. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think I've been wanting to start one for a while, but it's one of those things where you get bogged down with bits of other work and more important work and, you know, things that aren't as kind of, I don't know, you don't have as much room for a side hustle maybe when you're when you're very busy. But mm-hmm. um, my whole thing is making time for projects that you want to be passionate about. So I think during this pandemic where we're all readjusting and giving ourselves a bit more of a break and taking pause to reflect, I just felt like it was the perfect time. So it was an idea that you kind of already had in your drawer of ideas. And now the, the, the conditions were right, I suppose, for it to come together. Yeah, I mean, I did a, I was about to say I did a piece of research, which sounds very uh, proper, but I actually just did an Instagram 
poll uh, mm-hmm. recently, basically just saying, why do you follow me on Instagram? Because I, I didn't really know. And I always felt like Instagram was a very weird place for me because I'm a writer and a podcaster and, and things like that. And I don't, I don't really know what my place was like on a very visual platform, if you know what Mm -hmm, I mean. mm -hmm. So um, I always thought like, why do people follow me? Because I'm either posting rubbish pictures of like what I'm wearing or, you know, it's just very mismatch. So anyway, it was about 90% of people replied saying for your recommendations and within that books. So wow, I thought, I thought I'm going to, I'm going to have to kind of use that information and actually deliver on that. Yeah, and you love books. And this year, you know, you're pivoting your writing career to launch your first fiction novel, um, which is exciting. So it, it's like you're naturally moving towards this, this space of being, um, you know, a thought leader in the book space. And the book club puts you right there. And so how did you go then from the idea to having now nearly 6,000 people in your book club well it's it's really interesting so I love your work and what you do around pivoting because I think I do pivot a lot and I do mm-hmm. it quite slowly but also quite often I think I'm kind of constantly pivoting so in the space of a few years I've kind of gone from you know the podcast inspiring many conversations about work that then turned into the multi-hyphen method which then has sort of turned into this newsletter that I do called The Hyphen, which mm-hmm. is about, um, you know, sharing curious links and making people feel more curious about life. And then off the back of The Hyphen newsletter, I've now done The Hyphen Book Club, which kind of leads into Olive, my novel. So it's like, I, I think it's taken me years to work out how to piece bits of work together, but I'm very interested in how brands are formed and how brands are made. And I think looking at that it all makes sense now but while I was doing it it seemed a bit random and I think you kind of have to zoom out and mm. really really try and just piece together like what you are trying to achieve and I think I've kind of managed to do that somehow. And has your vision been evolving at each stage or was there all the, the long term you know five years ago did you always see the vision of being of doing a fiction novel? It's funny because when I wrote the multi-hyphen method, I basically wrote that book because I needed a permission slip to say it was okay to pivot and change and change your mind and rebrand yourself and almost like reinvent yourself mm-hmm. um, as much as you want. And I also think as women, we're often put in boxes very, very quickly. Um, you know, whether you're a mother or whether you're a career woman or whether you're this, that or the other. And you know, we're just judged all the time and like put in a box. And I just wanted to write a book that said, you know, you can try out lots of different things at once. So um, I knew I wanted to write a fiction book. I was absolutely terrified by the idea uh, because I had that imposter syndrome of like, Mm. who do you think you are? (laughs) You can't write novels. Um, Stay in your lane type thing. Yeah. Which is classic, which is classic when anyone goes into any kind of new space, isn't it? That that voice going, oh, who are you? What are you, what are you doing over here? Exactly. So I almost felt like I had to write the book about being a multi-hyphenate first. And then I could go, right, you just told everyone. <laughs> now, and go, now go and live it. Yeah, like walk in your own talk. Yeah. And so, so that book 
was due to launch in June and I saw you've now the date has been moved because of the current situation that we're in um how how are you feeling about the launch of the book now um I mean it's a very strange time for publishing and I feel really sorry for people who are launching their very very first book because it's such a special thing and although in the grand scheme of things right now it's not you're not saving a life I still think it means so much to you when you write a book just just because it takes so long it's such a long process and it really is a labor of love and you you spend so long trying to pitch it and then you spend so long editing it and then you spend so long kind of gearing up to promote it so it is a shame that plans change and that you don't get to do the events and the live kind of festivals and things because that's a huge part of why I love this job is you get to be on your Mm. own for a bit and create something that you're proud of and then you get to kind of connect and and really speak to people and that's I think the only reason why people write is you want to connect with people so to not be able to do that bit is a bit of a shame but I just feel so so lucky that my publication date has only changed by a month because that's not a big deal I don't think um whereas some people have had to kind of completely change and push things back by a year so I'm very lucky but I also just wanted people to be in the loop and I and I could have not told anyone and just been like oh they'll figure it out on Amazon but I just wanted to be transparent and to everyone that supports me really. The situation has, has meant that people are being I suppose more open and sharing how they how what's really going on behind the scenes for their businesses and and their lives right now there's there's a real kind of shift in how we're all connecting I think so it's so it's nice true kind of everyone's that. being so much more open and honest aren't they because I as you know because you came into the studios I record my podcast at Soho Radio and I really love doing it there because I, I like inviting the guests and you know getting them a nice cup of coffee and um, the podcast has evolved now that I can do that and I want to do that and so yesterday I put on Instagram this picture of just like my microphone on a stack of books in my bed being like today's podcast studio and a part of me was like oh I don't know if I want to share kind of how almost how basic I am (laughs) Um, (laughs) basic in many uh, ways but it's it's like I don't know I just felt like I was going backwards and I was almost like makeshift kind of DIY making it work and I was like well we all are and that's okay yeah yeah have you seen Gary Barlow who's doing his crooner sessions on Facebook live (laughs) I haven't but I've been really enjoying seeing like the inside of people's homes yeah absolutely and I think you know just um I was talking about this when I interviewed um James from Defected Records last week and we were talking about you know when you see like somebody's couch or the picture they've got behind their kitchen table it just kind of like makes you like them more and that it's this has opened up a bit more of that behind the scenes totally only only a good thing yeah Um, because I I don't actually work from home normally that often I I only occasionally would like work from the kitchen table when I'm not at the wing or at Soho Radio or I like to kind of hop around and use cafes so my desk at the moment is just so basic like it's a little desk in the corner of my bedroom and I'm I kind of feel like a bit inadequate because you know when you go on Instagram and see all these like amazing desk spaces and I'm like I don't have that no I don't have that but my my house well me and my husband are uh, kind of 
in this tag team swapping to different parts of the house but not being with the ch where the children are and if you're kind of like carving out your own little space within the chaos of the, yeah. of the home and that's all um, you need isn't it you, you just need exactly. a, little, a little space a little space so can we hear a bit more of behind the scenes about how you put the book club together then so from that moment in bed that day um you went to printing getting a logo made printing um bookmarks and things like that can you talk us through like the process of what happened yes and i and i will say it does sound a little bit manic because i must say when i get an idea i am one of those people that i get really really obsessed with it and I get really into it and like a child with like a new, I don't know, with a new um, collage or something like I'm just like putting things into it and getting really, um, yeah, addicted to it. So I, I actually had an Instagram account that was a bit dormant and it didn't have many followers on, but it was just as an account I set up ages ago um, to do with the multi-hyphen method. And then I was like, well, I'm not using this. Like, what could it be? I'm really not using it. And then... I used that account, changed the name to the Hyphen Book Club. And I basically just put a, a placeholder logo up, asked kind of everyone on my main Instagram account, just at Emma Gannon UK to follow it if they wanted to. And I hadn't really posted anything. I just said, I'm going to do a book club. So come and join and, mm -hmm. you know, something will follow. And um, just got a huge reaction. I think I got like 3,000 new followers that day and I think I just knew I was on to something because if people want book recommendations more now than ever then I absolutely want to be that person to recommend books mm -hmm. and kind of create some sort of hub and I must say I'm really lucky because my partner who I live with he is a graphic designer and it was literally one of those nights in front of Netflix, the glass of wine being like, can you design me a logo? Yeah, <laughs> um, brilliant. <laughs> which was really fun. And we just kind of came up with a little kind of branding kit and then off and away really. And I was inspired. I, I did a bit of research into like Reese Witherspoon's book club and like looked at Oprah's book club and Dorno Porter had one called Cold Water Books and she hosted the book chats kind of with a series of grid posts asking different questions about each book. So I definitely mm -hmm. took inspiration from other people as well. So how, how, how long was it from the moment in bed to like then having it on online? Oh, like three hours. Three hours is amazing. So the speed of it, it's like, okay, we're gonna put it out there, get interest before we've worked out all the details. I, th I think that's always really interesting because you kind of, you know, you're forced to do it then, deliver on it. And I think that once you've got, um, other people kind of cheering you on or saying I want this and you know that there's a demand that really motivates you to go forward do you know what I mean definitely and I because I wanted to do the monthly book club pick so that everyone had a basically this goal of reading a book a month which I think is is a good realistic goal because I didn't want anyone to feel bad or or feel like they weren't reading enough like I didn't want it to anyone to feel kind of any sort sort of like shame about reading I, I wanted it to be an easy goal so I think that was good and then I'm doing daily recommendations which sounds like a lot like doing an Instagram post every single day but my book is full to the brim of books and so it was almost that a case of I'm working with what I've already got um mm -hmm. so are they all are they books all the recommendations are they books that you've read yes they're all books that I've read or read you know years ago so I so I'm basically going through my bookshelves and just like picking out a book a day that I think is really great and 
I mean, mm-hmm. it's like basically endless content. So, and also it's really fun because it's really, really nice sharing book recommendations because for me, reading isn't just entertainment. It's, it, I've realized during this that during hard times, books genuinely kind of save me a bit. And, you know, we all turn to things during hard times. For me, it's books. And and it genuinely is helping me kind of in my mental health. So, yeah, it had a bit of a deeper meaning, I think, than just like, here's some books. Um, I, I was a bit like, look, this is what I know how to do. And that is to like read when I'm feeling sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's really coming from your heart. You know, you know, you know that it's almost like it's a, it's therapy for you at this point. And so because you're sharing that with that such deep insight, you know, it's connecting with people that have that same need and desire. Um, and the other thing about what you've said is that everything you had is kind of ready, it was ready to go. You know, you had, you had the library essentially. Um, and uh, it was just a case of kind of turning it on and acting on that, on that insight. And it's what it's doing is it's serving you. It's also serving the authors that you're recommending, recommending. And then the and the and your your future readers of Olive, um, you know, and your audience that you've already got. So it kind of it's it's ticking every box, isn't it, for um, cheering people up? Yeah, it is weirdly because it's a month old, and I'm like, yeah, I've always had a book club. It's like I don't understand <laughs> how um, I didn't do it before, but I don't know. I think we we only need we only kind of launch things when we're kind of ready to and yeah uh sometimes this happens when you sit on an idea for a while and actually you wake up one morning and you just think I'm gonna do it I'm gonna give it a go and there's no logic and there's no reasoning I think we just have to wait sometimes for something to like want to hatch which sounds a bit Mm -hmm. weird but I don't know if you agree with that but sometimes you just have to like wait I exactly that's exactly what I did with this podcast I had the microphone for three years um and I when we talked about it last August you're like you're gonna do a podcast right and I'm like yeah 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 I am and then you know there was a whole load of reasons why it wasn't it wasn't coming out and then um within the space of like 24 hours I had my first episode from from an idea to like okay and it just flowed and it was it was that point of readiness for all of the things that you know all the ingredients kind of just came together and the timing Mm -hmm. and then it flowed and I think because it wasn't flowing before there was friction and tension and so I'm really comfortable that I waited three years because it wasn't the right time so there's no regret that I didn't do it sooner it's like okay but now it's like I'm like you know this is my project for now and like I'm focusing on my one-to-one coaching and this podcast as a creative project and I'm not doing any other things it's like there's only so much change you can make at once um, so it's about kind of d- going deep into one project. So I feel, I feel like it's, it's nice that this has been born as well at the same time. That's so interesting. Yeah. Cause people, I think say that quite a lot when you talk about writing books, um, people say to me, you know, I, I'm really stuck. I, I can't get it out. And it sounds really cliche to kind of tell someone, you know, it will start coming out at some point and it's hard to predict when, but they'll, they'll become a point where it will it will have to come out of you and I started to write I tried to write a novel about three years ago and it was just so frustrating it just I just could not get it out it just was not happening I would sit down 
you know the days that I've carved out for it I would sit down at my laptop and try and do it and honestly it was like getting blood out of a stone like it just was not coming out and and then I wrote Olive you know in a matter in a matter of months and and I, mm. I I don't have an explanation for it other than sometimes you just have to wait yeah it's like that trusting that when you're ready it will happen but yeah you know, just keep keeping that seed of an idea warm be like it's okay and I exactly. think that's what's happening at the moment like some people have pivoted and created some interesting projects or their business has you know shifted quickly and they're they're, they're going because there was a sense of like readiness and all the ingredients were there and for others um you know we're still in a state of kind of like reflection reset collecting everything together um before being you know ready to go so i think there's people at this point in time you know during this pandemic it might be feeling like pressure to create and do and deliver and um and i think it's okay to give ourselves permission to say you know it, it it doesn't have to be today it, it will come in the future if it's not today absolutely totally because I guess another point is I don't want anyone to think oh you should be you know starting a company during this pandemic it's like no <laughs> we, we really need to go easy on ourselves and I'm actually taking next week off um just for my own brain really just to um you know I wanted I booked it off anyway to have it as a holiday obviously the holiday is not happening but I was like you know what I'm going to keep it in as a work-free week and yeah we can basically do whatever we need to do um and I did I did this tweet the other day that like went a bit weirdly viral about kind of not shaming each other for being productive or not productive it's you know we all cope in different ways yeah, absolutely. And I think um, if you feel the need to work and to spend some time creating, then do it and, and switching off. Absolutely. I think there's been a thing where um, people have yeah, felt that they had to work harder and be more productive. But actually, this is a real gift at the moment to be able to go, you know what, I am, I'm going to take a break and enjoy the pause and see what comes out of that reflection as well yeah um, I mean it's a, it's a very lucky position to be in to be able to pause because I, I actually I really understand if people are kind of like panicking um but I did a podcast episode with Selena Barker who you might know who's a yes. life coach and she was just she said something which made me really think she was like when you look back on this time do you want to have just busied your way through it and not been in it and I was like wow that is really powerful because I do think we should be like feeling the emotions of this and we should be, you know, very grateful to the NHS and we should be thinking about the world and the planet. And I, I kind of felt like, oh, I don't want to distract myself through this. I want to, you know, I want some time to reflect on it. And be, yeah, be present in it yeah. um, and be part of it. I mean, I'm really enjoying my children right now because they're not, they're not a nursery and we're having some amazing moments together that would not have happened so and very much um, with my clients as well as saying what what are the gifts that you can see in this of slow slowness and reflection yeah um, and connection yeah it, yeah and I think one of the things that interested me about your project is that I think at the moment what's important for our mental health it, and, and everybody's talking about you know pouring in like more joy you know and doing intentional things that bring us joy and make us happy and back to our kind of creative selves whether that's dancing or reading or painting um, and I think that the beautiful thing about the book club is that 
I mean, I was looking on, I, I've ordered the book for May um, last night when I was preparing for this. And um, I'm really excited about reading, what's it called again? Pretend, pretending yeah. by Holly Bourne. I'm really excited about reading a fiction book that I've never, I would never, I never would have picked up until this point. Because I'm, I'm always got my head in like a business book. And it's such a great opportunity to just engage with something. Oh, it? I love that. I love that. Because it's really funny that you said, you know, earlier about how sometimes we do things for ourselves and, and like also for other people. But I want to read a book a month. Like I kind of did this book club so that I would hold myself accountable because I just want to read. I want to read during this and I have to read the novel, you know, like I can't <laughs> run the book club and not read the book. So, um, you know, we are in a very strange time and I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm having the weirdest dreams. I'm, 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 I'm not being able to, I can't focus um, that easily at the moment. I am kind of hopping around all over the place and feeling of highs and lows and, you know, reading during this time might be quite hard for people. And so I kind of wanted to just set this challenge to, to do it because, you know, there's so much research about how reading actually relaxes us. You know, it physically relaxes our bodies when we read. And I just thought that's quite a nice way. And also the, the book club I did last week um, for the first book, I was really nervous that no one would turn up. Because what, you, what you're doing, just you're, you're having people read the book and then they're joining for an Instagram live to do the discussion so I'm doing a series of grid posts with lots of different questions and we basically chat in the comments um but I'm going to be doing an Instagram live with the author of the book as well just as a kind of a nice added thing okay but yeah it um it was really lovely it felt like I was on the sofa with you know a few friends and we were all chatting and we all got really deep and we were all sharing and it felt like a lovely little cozy community so yeah I'm really excited about the next one as well I'm definitely going to read this book and join in in May because I think it's Yay. it's a bit of a creative challenge for me and to, and to carve out that time to sit with with a book um, because it's not something that I would normally do um, at this you know with the busyness of everything so I'm really excited about doing that and so um, what have been your um, kind of high five moments about bringing out this book club? Well, I, on a whim, which is the theory, the theme of this um, episode is everything was just like throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks. But I basically Googled, how do I print some bookmarks? And I printed 250 bookmarks uh, with the Hyphen Book Club logo on. And then a little, you know, call to action to follow it on Instagram. And they arrived the next day. And then I just had these bookmarks. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with them? Because... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't have 250 books. Um, so I basically put them on a website. I built a Shopify website in about two hours, one evening, sold them for two pounds each or five pounds for three and a personalized note card. And the money went to Mental Health UK. That's amazing. So I raised 300 pounds for Mental Health UK. And all I had to do was put a bookmark in a envelope and put a stamp on it you know it was pretty pretty easy to do and it just meant we were raising some money so it was really lovely and also I don't know why but I felt very connected to doing it and I think it's because we're in a pandemic we can't see anyone we're on our own so the last physical thing 
the most physical thing we can do is send someone some mail so it was lovely that's really lovely like that I remember seeing on your stories like you're in going to the post office with your parcels and like that feeling of um even though we're all connected digitally that re in real life feeling an envelope is quite it's quite exciting isn't it going back to basic it is it's I know it's like when you get a note card with a handwritten card it does mean something mm, and so what have you found challenging through doing this project over the last couple of weeks um I've got to say I haven't I haven't really found it that challenging because in my head I haven't and I do this thing sometimes when I try and trick myself that something isn't work because I don't think the hyphen book club to me is worky because I'm sort of just doing it for fun and I ordered some wrapping paper samples which are the backgrounds uh that you can see on the Instagram page um I've just been getting a bit creative with it and just getting a bit crafty and taking pictures of silly bits of paper and I feel like I'm just being a bit childlike with it and I think when you're starting a side project sometimes I think you have to kind of realize that you are doing it for fun mm. and don't try and you know turn it into this big business idea too early on I mean there's lots of things I could do with the hyphen book club in the future like I could do events or I could do I could do all sorts but I just think you've got to keep it small for a bit and enjoy it and you know you did it for fun so there's no point kind of putting pressure on yourself I think that's really really important isn't it and it sounds like because you're getting so much joy from it and and it's really kind of serving you creatively you're just naturally thinking about the next step rather than getting too far ahead into the future because I think when we start kind of trying to be really strategic and thinking long-term vision then you can get tied up in knots you then start being a real perfectionist and kind of you know it can cause you to procrastinate and like stop doing things but just enjoying it making it really easy and that's how that's how great things develop isn't it? it it really is and it's a weird thing when your hobby or your passion or your whatever starts earning you money which essentially is kind of what I write about a lot which is side projects or side hustles that end up basically turning into a mini business and it is great and it is amazing and such a privilege to earn any sorts of money from a creative project you did for fun but I think for me I'm really trying to protect those those things that I am doing for fun if you know what I mean like this this now is just something that I am doing for the sake of connecting with others and if it just stays that way I'm happy but if it also grows into some sort of business then I'm also happy so I'm just yeah I'm a month in so <laughs> <laughs> well I'm just we can't wait to see it develop so what's the um Instagram handle just so everyone can come and follow you oh thanks yeah it's just at the hyphen book club and yeah it's a lovely little place to be it's really really brilliant so what do you think the lessons are from for all of us from this going forward um I think it's just planting the first seed whenever you feel ready I think it's trying not to take things too too seriously I mean I'm very lucky because I'm basically the opposite of a perfectionist like I'm I'm al I'm almost too far the other way actually which is like a detrimental thing where I'm like just launching things you know when they're not ready but there's something to be said for 
putting something out there kind of and just testing the waters and you don't have to have the best logo in the world you don't have to have a business plan you don't have to have a strategy sometimes just you know go with the flow and and see what people like and and kind of work that way um and I also think just to yeah try and see the fun side of it yeah absolutely I think there's you know be scrappy and go before you're ready are absolute um absolutely yeah before, it's basically before your brain talks you out of it I think and some of those well exactly and also I think you can sort of go easy on yourself in terms of um you know don't think that everyone's like gonna kind of judge you if you don't post on it for a bit I, th- I think I'm really into it right now but I also if if I get a bit too busy after all of this goes away hopefully when life goes back to normal maybe I will kind of not do as many posts on there and and that's okay as well yeah yeah so it's about being kind to yourself and managing your own expectations yeah. about what you're going to do with it to make it make it continue to be easy oh, thank totally. you Emma it's so wonderful to have you on and so we can't wait to w- read Olive when that comes out and um and be part of the May um book club Thank you so much for having me on. It, it was kind of strange, actually, like unpicking something that I've only just launched, very kind of slapdash. So it's really interesting. Thank you so much for having me. What a lovely slip pivot session. Come and join Emma and I in her book club. Visit at the hyphen book club on Instagram. You can also pre-order a copy of Emma's upcoming novel, Olive. Check the show notes for all the links. You've been listening to the Slip Pivot Sessions with me, Liz Ward, the podcast for life's achievers and believers. I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed making this episode. Please take a moment to rate and review on Apple or Google or wherever you get your podcasts. This helps me grow and bring you amazing guests. The show notes have all the links and references from today's session. And for your weekly dose of Pivot inspiration, sign up to Slick Pivot Sunday, my weekly newsletter. Visit slickpivot.com. Until our next session together, stay nimble and remember, no pivot is ever slick.